Audio Podcast Network. Once I got over all that and realized that society is lying to women and making them feel like once they hit 30, they're like old and washed up and like, (laughs) you're done. But that's just not the case. There's honestly so many things that get better about women with age, especially when you eliminate a man's stress and they're the hell out. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Lola and I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is going to be a year in review, things I've been loving, a mental health check-in, and all that good stuff. Kind of a catch-all of my life, if you will, these past few months, all wrapped up into one. I feel like so much has happened this year. I've accomplished some goals, but I'm still working towards a few bigger ones. So I'm excited to see what the next few months bring. I've also been working with my new mic for a few weeks now, and I will say that I'm definitely loving the upgrade so far, and I hope you are too. I feel like I say this every time, especially these past few years, but yeah, time is flying. I feel like I blinked and November was here, so yeah, to say it's been wild is putting it mildly, I feel. The holidays are fast approaching, and my kids' Christmas lists are filling up faster than Santa's sleigh. But that doesn't matter because the gift registry cutoff has hit, so no more gift list edits will be accepted. But speaking of gifts, I will say two, well, actually three of the early birthday gifts I've received are all things I'm obsessed with. So it was definitely money well spent. Kudos to the hubby. Wink, wink. My birthday is November 15th and I will be 37 this year. Lucky number seven. I feel like women hate saying their age, but I don't think it's ever really bothered me. Like when someone asked me how old I was, I just told them. I did have a time like where I went through this weird ageism thing against myself because like I didn't cross everything off my like life to do list by the time I was 25, like I, you know, originally planned. But Once I got over all that and realized that society is lying to women and making them feel like once they hit 30, they're like old and washed up and like (laughs) you're done. But that's just not the case. There's honestly so many things that get better about women with age, especially when you eliminate a man's stress and they're the hell out. There are so many women in their 30s, 40s and 50s and beyond living their best lives right now because they decided to say fuck society and do what they wanted and be who they wanted. Because if you sit back and look at the world and listen to what's being said, you're like, hold up. It doesn't matter if I'm young and beautiful or older and beautiful or rich and beautiful. It doesn't matter what I have accomplished or any of that. Society, men especially, will look at women and dismiss her strictly because of age even when they're older and baby I've seen some many men who age like cheese trying to throw shade at a 35 year old woman and I'm just like why again are men here like seriously I could never date in society today like the bar is in hell y'all but anyway I won't rant about society and men today (laughs) there's so much other stuff going on 
I'm super sad this year because our oldest is 18 and has a job and she got a new job. So she's currently in that retail working grind. So we won't get her for Thanksgiving or Christmas this year, but hopefully we'll get to see her, you know, sooner rather than later and hang out with her again, even if it isn't, you know, during the holidays, even though that's a bummer. But I feel like so many families, especially teens and young adults getting into the working world and moving on to college and stuff like that. Now is the time where they start having to work on holidays and really getting into that adulting grind. (laughs) Welcome, y'all. So I know many can relate to my family holiday work schedule turmoil. So for Thanksgiving this year, we're going to a cabin with some friends to hang out and completely unplug because apparently there's like no Wi-Fi there because it's like out there in the wilderness. But I think it'll be nice to unwind and just relax and clear our minds before we get back to the holiday hustle. But anyway, y'all, I'll stop rambling and get right on into today's episode. So starting off, I guess I'll talk about the things I've been loving and using like religiously almost with some of this stuff. But first off, we're just going to say my Apple Watch. I've had one for years. My husband got us Apple Watches when they like first came out. And now for Kevin, he didn't really use his much and was like constantly taking it off and didn't want to like crack it or get it dirty or like break it because he works with like powder coating, chemicals, car parts, all that jazz. So it didn't work out well for him. And he didn't want, I was going to get him like the, I don't know, like the protective case, kind of like the otter box for your Apple watch, I guess, for like, you know, people who work with like manual labor jobs, but he didn't want it because it'd be just like big and bulky and just, he just didn't want to do it. So It didn't work out well for him, but I've been obsessed with mine ever since. I mean, I'm an Apple girl. I love Apple products. I get so excited when new ones come out. I don't care what other people say. Yes, I have tried other things. And like, there are some things I like about PCs, but all in all, I'm an Apple girl. The Apple Watch is definitely like one that I love, you know? Anyway, I'm a licensed cosmetologist still. And when I was like working In the salon full time, I was a full body wax specialist and, you know, I did brows and lashes and all the esthetician things. I do not enjoy doing hair. Anyone who knows me knows that. (laughs) I literally went to cosmetology school so that I could have a blanket of everything and actually kind of like dabble in everything to see what I liked. So, you know, tomato, tomato. But I actually miss the salon and waxing and all that. I might get back into it eventually, like later on down the line, but like the licensing situation and everything was a complete headache out here, especially during COVID. And also I just noticed there's like a lot of vindictive, like women in the industry here, like a lot of people trying to get people shut down for no reason. Like I've seen so many trying to tear other businesses down for petty shit and just, you know, just because... The attitudes out here are completely different to me. So though I miss the beauty industry, I don't miss the drama, you know? So I might wait a little bit. Maybe if I go to another, I don't know. We'll see later on down the line. Anyway, back to what I was saying, we getting off track or I'm getting off track, whatever. I eventually like put that on the back burner anyway. And that's actually how I fell into being an executive Well, I've always been 
I've always had executive assistant training, like I've worked in offices, da da da. But that's kind of how I went back into being an executive assistant and then began working, you know, on my own as a virtual assistant. So now I have officially begun working my dream job, really. It's just slowly keeps getting better. So I'm super grateful for all the downfalls I've had since moving to Georgia, even though while I was in it, it was definitely not a fun adventure. (laughs) But anyway, I'm all off topic. My point was that my Apple Watch was like my saving grace. I could read and reply to text messages, answer emergency calls from home, keep track of my steps and just everything through my watch without ever having to like pull out my phone or something like that. I can tell like when what my when my kids were like moving around in my house, like just I could track everything from my watch, especially, you know, while I'm waxing someone. <laughs> Nobody wants their wax specialist pulling out their phone to like text or something while, you know, your coochie's all out and bare on the table or your eyes are closed because you're getting your lashes done or whatever. Like they just don't want that unless you're taking a picture of the end result of my lashes. Like, please don't be taking text breaks. So it just made everything so much easier for me. And I was able to like handle business and keep it profesh. I was like rocking my series two for years. Um, cause like, you know, I had the series one and then eventually I upgraded to the series two and then I just had that forever. And then I finally got to upgrade the out to the Apple watch SE here recently, a few weeks ago, because a super great friend of ours swapped watches with me because he never used his, like he just bought it and was like, yay, Apple watch. And then was like, Meh, maybe later. I don't know. So I got an upgrade for trade. I was going to buy like a new one, but then he said he would switch and I was ecstatic because my series two worked, but I wanted some of the new upgrades and features, you know, that have since come along for Apple Watch. So yeah, I got an upgrade when I didn't even know I would get one. So thanks, Omar. If you're listening, you're my favorite jalapeno. (laughs) Also, ladies, just a side note, he is single and ready to mingle. So I got the digits if you're looking for a good time. Okay, so next thing on my list would definitely have to be my AirPods, which I have also been using for years now. I got the first ones when they came out and I loved those. And then I upgraded last year to the AirPod 3s, which those are good too. Like, honestly, sometimes I feel like my AirPod 1s are better, but yeah, the 3s are good too. They're just like, you know, shorter and smaller. And kind of like, and also funny side note, but I've had those freaking AirPod, the AirPod 3s for like the longest and did not know that because disclaimer, I don't, I didn't read the like AirPod things. I don't know. I guess for some reason, I just assumed that they would all work the same anyway, whatever. So for the longest, I didn't know that instead of tapping on them, like you did the first chin, you like pinch the side of the freaking thing. So like for the longest, I was just like trying to like tap and like do all the things I did with my first like gen ones or whatever. And I was like, I guess my AirPods don't work because it's not doing what it's supposed to do. And then I don't know. I think I was watching like a tech update or something. And I was like, wait a minute. Are they pinching the sides of the girl? Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so I have the AirPod threes and love them. But 
they're good for, you know, like daily things when you're out and about with other people or when you're around other people or whatever, because it's like a huge pet peeve of mine when people like play their phones out loud or like they're having a conversation. Like it's, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't want to hear what you're watching or who your mom ran into at the store. You know what I mean? Like, so for me, I always have AirPods for like phone calls and watching videos in public or just whatever. Also, I don't know why my friends are going to send me in the group chat sometimes. So yeah, it's just safe to have AirPods. But anyway, it's just common courtesy. And that's usually what I use those for. But Kevin surprised me with the AirPods Max in blue for my birthday. And I am obsessed. Like, I feel like I'm going to say that a lot today, but seriously, I love them. I wear them all the time in my quiet days, which are the days both my husband is at the shop and the kids are at school. So I have the house to myself for the day and it's quiet. It's amazing. I can fully immerse myself in my music or an audiobook or whatever. They have been great. Like I actually... I'm wearing them now to record and edit this podcast. So the sound quality is amazing to me. Now I'm no audiophile, you know, I'm not buying multiple sets of headphones and trying them out and yada, yada, yada. It's like not that serious to me. Like I'm not a DJ or like someone who just really, I just need the music stuff to sound good. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so, you know, they may not be as great to someone else who again, it's like a DJ or whatever, but I love them and the sound. I feel like all the things I heard complaints about are things that I like about them though, but I'm weird. So, you know, what are you going to do? Like the case, I like it. I like that it, it slides in my backpack fine or in my, you know, bag that I take to travel. I actually, I have Beats too. Um, and those, they fold up like in the case kind of like, and make like a ball, which is bulky in my bag. So I like the case for the AirPods Max because it's less bulk for me. And also when I want to, I can wear them, you know, kind of like a purse because <laughs> it's like the little strap, like I wear my purse like that. I hold my purse like that anyway. So it's, I don't know. It just doesn't bother me. Also side note, I hope you cannot hear Miss Ma'am Brooklyn in the back snoring, but she decided that now is the time for her, like, you know, deep snoozeroni time. So she's really giving it her all in the background. So hopefully she's not too loud with that. And then I think what else was it? It was like also the weight of them. Like, I actually like the way I can wear them all day and they don't hurt. I literally keep forgetting. I kept forgetting that I had them on for a while, like while I was cleaning my house and stuff, like when I first got them, because I would just put them on and then just go off and do whatever. And then like, I don't know, the weight just doesn't bother me. Maybe I have a big ass head. I don't know, but it just, it's not an issue for me. And then the noise cancellation is literally like the best thing ever because I didn't get that in both pairs of like the in-ear AirPods. The sound is great and you know, whatever. And they're cute for like, you know, a little accessory to like, you know, have just pop in your pocket and then you have headphones. But for the AirPods Max, like the sound is great for me. And of course, like I already found cute accessories to make them even cuter and keep them protected because, you know, I'm just 
I'm just me. You may have seen them on Instagram by now. I don't know. But yeah, I just love them so much. And I love how big they are and that I look like I'm directing planes. I don't care. I think my friend Leah was like, they look like if don't bother me was a person. And I feel like that's a true move with these because I love them. Like literally I wore them on a solo grocery trip to Kroger and it was magical, especially when a child decided that their mom needed one more thing to feel bad about. So they started like top of the lungs wailing three aisles down. (laughs) I literally hit noise cancellation so quick and me and my mood playlist on Apple was just vibing while the Timmy was hollering. Okay. Shout out to that mom, by the way, girl, I see you and don't worry. I've been there, so I won't judge. Now I've got my Apple AirPods Max to stay in my zone, you know, while I'm out on my own. (laughs) My other other birthday gift was my new MacBook Air, which you have probably also seen by now. I got it like, I want to say like a month ago now. Um, if you've seen posts on IG, I, you'll know that I have, I had a MacBook Pro, but that thing was on its last leg, honey. Like (laughs) it was, I think 2010, 2012 edition or whatever, like it still works and all, like it's not, you know, just in the trash, but it's well over 10 years old and doesn't update anymore. I've had it since college and the files and apps I needed for work like wouldn't update and it was just slow for everything. So I finally got an upgrade. The hubs was probably more than tired of hearing me sobbing in my office because file downloads took so long. I'm just playing. I wasn't sobbing, but like there have been some tears shed over lost podcast episodes, deleted work that was completed and like all the rest. So it was for sure time for an upgrade. My MacBook Pro was so old that Apple considers it like an antique. And <laughs> the lady told me I could donate it. And I was like, damn, Apple, like just say it's time to get a new one. No need for the shade on top. You know what I mean? But Anyway, I'm loving my new Mac. I'm actually recording off of that now too. And it's been amazing to get work done faster and edit and record faster and all of that. So I'm still learning all the things that I can do with it, but it's definitely been a dream to work on. I feel like a few honorable mentions need to go to my iPad Pro, which I had the 12.9 inch. And I loved the size and the screen, but that bad boy was just so heavy after a while to carry around. So the 11 inch was definitely a nice kind of medium because the mini is too small for me. That's what Kevin has. And it like works for him and what he needs to do. But I wanted a bigger screen. So I got the 12.9, but it was a bit more than I needed. So I just went with the 11 inch. Um, and I love it. So I love how seamlessly everything connects now between like my iPod, my iPod, my iPad, my laptop and my desktop, which eventually I'm going to upgrade my desktop as well. But for right now, it's not like a huge issue because I do most of my work from my laptop and some from my iPad. So my desktop is kind of just taking a little break at the moment. Um, my RGB mouse pad, Bluetooth keyboard, and Bluetooth mouse are also something I use daily. And I think my mouse pad is by Razer. I got it at Micro Center, which I feel like was a bad idea for me and my husband to find that store. But yeah, we love it there. 
and my keyboard and mouse are from Amazon, but I love them and they add a little fun to my work day and my desk. You know, you gotta just, it's the little things y'all. I've also been getting back into reading and really trying to get into all things positive and uplifting and just doing things I enjoy. I'm challenging myself to read more and I think that helps expand my mind a lot. I feel, I'm feeling like kind of out what my favorite genre is right now, but I'm pretty sure it's with still be romance and mystery, like true crime things. Those have always been fun reads for me and I also have been listening to some autobiographies also. I like to read like from people that I find interesting or inspiring or if I just kind of like want to know more about their story or whatever. So I'm currently like, I don't know, I think four or five books down right now. So I'm really proud of myself with the reading. I have a few unpacking for our trip and I'm so excited to kind of like dive into those while we're unplugging for a few days. I think everyone knows by now that I love Audible. So I've been listening to all the books currently in my Audible queue. I just finished Corinne Steffen's like her book was so good. Um, Just like learning about her life story and you know, all that I feel it also kind of adds to it when the author, you know, of the book or whoever the book is about reads it. I think I, I like it a lot more. So I just finished her book, Confessions of a Video Vixen, and it was just really good. And then I listened to Jeanette McCurdy's book and her story and how she told it was also really good. And then as far as fiction on my Audible that I've gotten into, I had Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score, which was such a cute book. I loved it. I think there's kind of like a love-hate thing with that book online, but for me, I enjoyed it. So yeah, I loved all three of those, the stories, the triumph where they are now, and then a cute enemies to lovers kind of comedic romance novel situation. Of course, when I decide to record on my quiet day, like literally everything not quiet is happening right now. Like my youngest is homesick. Luckily, she's sleeping right now. And then now the lawn maintenance people decide at like 3.30, now is the time. So if you can hear a blower and all that, that's them. And then Kevin came home early from work to get some stuff done. So yeah, like my quiet Wednesday is like slowly dwindling away. Well, no, it's gone now. <laughs> anyway, I like, I think I like certain enemies to lover stories, but like some, I'm just like, this is way too toxic. And like, he has done some unforgivable shit, but like others, I'm like, okay, like I can see this actually happening and working out well. But next up on my Audible TBR is Christine Quinn's book, How to Be a Boss Bitch. And it's already good. It was good when I started and I'm on chapter two when I had to stop right now. So yeah, I think that's going to be another good one. But I want to kind of like listen to that one and pay attention a little more. It's a little bit of lessons in there. So yeah, I know Christine is like the woman everybody either like loves or hates, but the bitch has balls and I like it. Plus she's funny and beautiful. So, you know, there you go. For the trip, I'm taking Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Doyle, I hope I'm saying her name right. On the trip, I started The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren uh, last night, actually. I'm like five pages in 
And I'll probably go back to reading that later on since it's supposed to be a quiet day. I was going to take it on the trip with me, but if I finish it beforehand, I'm going to have some other books to replace it anyway. So I may take a stroll in the bookstore before we go to see what other books I want to grab. But yeah, I've really been loving getting back into reading. I thought it was maybe like a reading slump, but I think it was also just me feeling guilty for like sitting still and enjoying something, you know, that's supposedly not productive because you're not like actively up or cleaning or doing something that you can physically like see a result from but reading is productive and it's also a form of self-care so I've been enjoying swapping screen time for reading time and things like that I think it will also help my mind memory and like I learn new words when I read which I also love so yeah just all in all, a good new habit I'm getting back into. I've also recently like stumbled upon book talk and book vlogs on YouTube, book lovers groups and threads. Like I didn't really know that was like a thing because I've been kind of stuck on the other side of the internet. And I'm glad that, you know, while I've been taking a break from like posting and just really being on social media a lot, just to kind of you know, recalibrate a bit. I have also been like slowly recurating my feed to show like what I wanted to show. And one of those things is books. So other fellow lovers of reading, I have finally arrived on my side of the interwebs. <laughs> I actually have like planner desk inspo and reading like on my at awkward mom digital Instagram page because that's where I post like my Etsy designs and stuff. And I've just really been hanging out on that page more because I've really started to curate a great feed of things that I want to see on there. It's been really great to see like things that inspire me and excite me and are just kind of, you know, in the vibe of where I want to be. Here on the Awkward Mom stage, we're all about a self-love queen, which is why I'm so excited to be partnering with Vush a self-love and wellness brand all about encouraging us to prioritize ourselves and challenging us to self-love for 30 days. Vush says self-love is productive. It lowers stress levels, improves sleep quality, it's a mood booster, and promotes physical health. Vush sent me the cute little Express 2 to try, and this baby gives you powerful suction that you can mix and match with 40 different patterns and levels. Ladies, it's definitely going to redefine your self-care days. <laughs> wink, wink. It has magnetic USB charging. It's discreet and waterproof, so it's perfect in the bath or shower. It's a cute little pink vibe that comes with a cute matching carry bag. It's time to prioritize yourself and take the Vush I Come First 30-Day Challenge. Don't wait to elevate your self-care routine. Use code VUSH50 for 50% off your Express 2 today. That's code V-U-S-H-5-0. Click the link in the show notes to start your self-love challenge today. Now let's get back to the show. I want to see positive and happy things. I want to see people being real and not just like overdone, over edited, 
half dressed or in the club like I'm not the girl for that my clubbing days are five far behind me and I prefer having some wine and relaxing with a book or hanging out with friends for a bonfire or movie night I'm not really into loud overcrowded you know that mess of a nightlife I feel like I've been officially boring since I was like 25, but I don't care because I like it. I think that was also something I had to learn was that I need to love myself and who I am and stop trying to force myself to be what others feel I should be or should be doing or whatever. Just doing me has really made me so much happier because I'm being true to myself when I'm doing things. So there's never the stress of feeling like I'm faking something, you know, or I'm going to be found out or don't want something because I'm only doing, you know, the things that I'm happy and comfortable with. And realistically, your tribe will follow. Anytime someone is being true to themselves, that's usually when things start to fall into place because you're attracting the right energy and you know beings to your cause i've realized that i'm more of a hot girl winter kind of lady sweater dresses cozy sweat sets and sneakers are really my vibe and i love that for me (laughs) that's probably another reason why i love november so much aside from you know we're getting into the fall and winter seasons and the leaves are changing we were just outside earlier and like walking and there were leaves on the ground and they were crunching under our feet and I was so excited everything is cool and uh, it's been like a decently cool day today with like a nice breeze which has been really nice because it's been unseasonably high here the past few days and I'm not loving it but hopefully it will cool down I think there's actually a tropical storm coming or something I think it's like tropical storm Nicole in Florida or something and I feel like anytime Florida gets a storm it gets a little cooler in Georgia so I'm feeling like that's why we're getting this cool cooler weather today so I will take it but yeah November is just one of my favorite months aside from it being you know my birthday month I just love the seasonal change and I know a lot of people get like winter time or fall time blues or whatever but I just love it I feel like I'm more depressed during the summertime because it's aggravatingly hot all the time but that's just me I love living in my oversized comfy era and I'm not apologizing for it Which brings me into another topic I wanted to talk about, which was like ways to like yourself and live the life you want. It's, you know, you're not going to become a millionaire overnight because you love yourself, but it'll, you know, help get there a little faster. You know, if you have the confidence and mindset to do big things, when you like the person you are, making life choices becomes a lot easier because you trust your own judgment. You know, you don't recognize that you have the power to create whatever it is that you want for yourself and your family. Something I've been steadily working on is trying to stay in tune with my thoughts. I've started to notice when I'm thinking negatively about like myself and that's something you can do for yourself as well. When you're able to identify times like when you're putting yourself down, then you can do something about it, which is usually just like turning that negative into a positive you know, into something positive about yourself instead. Like 
I mean, people are going to talk shit about you no matter what, because there will always be miserable trolls. But the difference is when you know that those negative words aren't true about you and you love yourself enough to know your worth, then those trolls don't matter because, you know, they're just looking for a reaction. Someone just someone to talk to, because why else would you go on a stranger's page or even someone, you know,'s profile or in their DMs or go over to this group of people or whoever will listen to talk shit and say mean things? They want attention any way they can get it. And honestly, a lot of times it's just pure jealousy. They may say it's not, but you know, deep down it is. They may just be lashing out at you because you aren't scared to be yourself and they don't have the courage to be who they really are or who they really want to be. So they want you hiding your authentic self as well, because, you know, otherwise, if you didn't matter or anything like that, they wouldn't say anything to you at all. You would just be, you wouldn't even be an afterthought. But something about you gets under their skin, baby, and that makes them so mad. So make them even matter by loving yourself so much that you don't even acknowledge the hate because you know it isn't real. It's not true. Be who you truly are without apology. Let your freak flag fly and share your unique or quirky talents. If you can recite the name of every major manga comic book or the elements of the chemistry table, if you're into numbers... You shared your love of reading and how you like the smell of library books. Wait, is that just me? Anyway, you are a truly unique human being. You have to embrace your special talents with the care and attention that they deserve. Treat yourself like you would treat those that you love and care about. It's so easy for us to be nice and sweet and helpful and here and there and everywhere for everyone else. But we literally never do it for ourselves. Plus, there's likely someone out there looking for exactly you, you who has that unique talent or awesome ability to do math without counting on your fingers, you know, whatever. There's someone for everyone. I've also been working on unhelpful thinking as well. We know those intrusive thoughts can be a bitch, but you just have to know when to combat them. Like after you take notice of the situation that's triggering your negative thoughts, you can set out to stop those thoughts or at least divert them. Do that by like developing your own imagination technique, basically visualization. Like imagine you're holding a stop sign and telling you to stop. Like that's your sign to tell yourself to stop it with the negativity. Cut it out right now. Or visualize being on a beach or in a really cozy cottage somewhere. If that's more of your thing, whatever floats your boat, you know, just visualize somewhere that you always feel relaxed and self-assured. Another way is to look for something positive in the situations you find challenging. Like if you feel like you're lacking socially and that's something you want to work on, then make it a point to help others open up to you by like asking them questions about them. What do they do for a living? What do they do for hobbies? What do they enjoy? You'll a lot of times find some common ground with someone or find a topic that leads to a great conversation or maybe even a new friend. For an introvert like myself, I know that may be a lot harder to just strike up conversations with people. So try online first. I mean, if you can online date, why can't you make friends online too? Swipe left on a new friendship instead of a new disappointment. You feel me? (laughs) 
Learning to stop negative thinking will increase your self-confidence and emphasizes that you choose your own path rather than having an unfocused thought pattern and mindset. The more you speak to yourself with love and kindness, the easier it will be for you to, you know, steer clear of negative situations and people. It'll be easier to diminish what others are saying because you can stand 10 toes down on who you are because you know who you are and what you want. Plus, it just adds a little more sweetness to the tea when you're freaking positive and happy living in your truth, being an absolutely unbothered and hydrated queen. They can't stand that. Also know your strengths. Occasionally reflecting on what you're good at will help you boost your self-esteem because you can see that you're smart, you're important, and a light, and a helping hand to others. You make yours and the people around your lives better in some way, and that counts for something and says a lot. I know it seems mundane or like it won't matter or make a difference, but seeing your goals and dreams and things you want, achievements, etc. written down, especially seeing it often, will help you manifest the things you want without you even knowing it. Like you're not even doing anything. I've manifested at least six big things off my vision board and manifestation list because I write things down, like even in my phone on my notes app when something comes to me and I don't want to forget it. Later on, I'll put it, you know, all together in my planner or journal or whatever. But writing down everything you can think of that you do well or that you want to get better at or that you're working towards can be a great way to clear your mind because you aren't thinking about it anymore because you've already like dumped it on paper. And it will also help you appreciate yourself more for all that you do and the things that you've accomplished or manifested that you may not have even thought about until you saw it written down somewhere sometime later. Sometimes even in the most random places, I find like lists and things that I've made or little journal notes or doodles I've written somewhere. And when I read them, I find that that thing that I was hoping for or whatever has actually since then come true, you know, or I have it now or whatever. So just be generous and gracious to yourself. You are for everyone else. Like, so why not for yourself? If nobody rocks carpool karaoke like you do, write it down. If you've been consistently hitting reading goals or important milestones or deadlines at work, write it down. Did you hit your water goal this week? Write it down. Start celebrating you and the things that you do. The more you celebrate the little wins, the better it feels when you hit the big ones. Make your list longer and longer. Keep adding to it. Challenge yourself to add one strength a month to your list. As your list grows, so will the positive feelings about yourself. It makes a world of difference and you start to notice good changes in yourself and that you didn't even realize you've been making. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it and they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. If you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking to upgrade, definitely check out Buzzsprout. 
They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you and get a $20 credit when you sign up for a paid plan. Now back to the show. Personal acceptance helps you see that everything in life has like a delicate balance and all parts of you create the very special you that you are. So staying focused on your goals and living your best life is what you should be focusing on. Everything else kind of falls into place after that, I feel like that's when you start finding your little neck of the woods on this big wet rock we call Earth. There are over 7.8 billion people in this world, and that number also keeps growing. There's a place for everyone. I mean, I know the Karens and Kennys are all out here boycotting Disney or whatever, but what do all these movies have in common? Huh? What do all these kids' movies have in common? That when everyone works together and plays to their own strengths, things get done faster, they get done better, more efficiently. And everyone's happy. No, you being a good person isn't going to make bad stop happening. Like, that's just a part of life, unfortunately, in this hell we call Earth. But when you learn to take the good with the bad and hold your head up authentically while you do it, then your time here is much better. Although it's wise to be aware of your less than positive aspects so that you can, you know, continue to work on those. We are working through our traumas. Focusing on the good things will help you progress, continue accomplishing your goals, and keep moving forward. For the past two weeks now, I have been really trying to work on like changing habits and creating new good new good ones. A goal I have is to like eventually get back into the gym sometime in 2023. So don't be, you know, don't get excited. <laughs> but until then, I've been working on other daily habits and using the app Routinery. It's been like so helpful with keeping on track of my day. You can set like little schedules, morning routines, cleaning routines, reading, evening routines, like all of that stuff. So I've been using the app and it's been even better. It's even better because it works with my Apple Watch, which we just discussed is like life for me. So you don't have to, you know, have your phone on you to keep track of your routine, which is what also what I love because sometimes I like lose my phone. Does anybody else like ever since like Bluetooth headphones or whatever has been invented, I feel like I lose my phone all the daggone time. But it like it also talks to you. So like when it's time to start or stop a routine or when a routine is almost over, it's just like it's been really nice thing for me to keep in line and on track. Like especially since I have like adult ADHD and I find myself just standing somewhere in my house, either like looking at my phone or getting distracted by something and then I forget what I was doing. And then it's like 20 minutes of me trying to get back on track while I'm also doing a bunch of random stuff like cleaning something here or picking up something there and then looking in the fridge. It's a whole, you know, to do. 
So every morning for like the past two weeks now, I think I will like get up, start my routinery app. And it's like been helping a lot. It's also helps me to get dressed every day because even though I work from home, so I usually don't leave the house other than for like school drop off and pick up or something. Or sometimes I'll go to lunch with Kevin or have to leave for something or have an errand to run or like today, before I started recording this podcast episode on my quiet day, we discussed this earlier in the episode, but it's the day me and my dog, Brooklyn, get the house all to ourselves. But I had to leave and go pick up our youngest because the nurse called and said she wasn't feeling well. So getting into the routine of like getting dressed every day, even in just like a cute sweat set or something. So that way you look put together and you're ready for any surprise runs you may have, or, you know, maybe a last minute meeting or something. It's also helped for when Kevin says we're going somewhere and I have like 30 minutes or less to be ready. (laughs) I'm already ready for the day. So I'm good to go. But yeah, that's something I wanted to like get back into because that was, you know, that was a part of the daily routine, like before lockdown and everything else, when, you know, we were all working, when a lot of us were working outside of the home, you know, we had to get dressed. You can't go to work in your pajamas. I mean, you can, but you probably won't have a job after that day, but you know, we had to get dressed. That was a part of the routine. And then once we started like working from home and stuff, it's no longer a part of the routine. Like now it's getting up, getting the coffee, and then just making sure your upper half looks, you know, decent for your morning meeting. But yeah, I feel like getting dressed has been, you know, just a really good thing to get back into. So that's something I wanted to get back into because I just, I've also, I've been in like this slump for the last two years of just not really caring and only getting dressed if I know I'm leaving the house. But that just puts me in such a shitty, like low mood, I feel, because it's like, ugh, I have nothing to look forward to and I look gross and it just really took a toll on my self-esteem. So I wanted to like make the decision to be in a good mood and I feel like when you put yourself together and that's not like to do a full face of makeup to sit at home or do whatever like because I rarely do a full face or wear makeup here lately like for the last I feel like a year I have done the bare minimum with makeup and it's honestly been great but I mean if that's your thing you know do that because I for sure used to do a full face every day but just putting yourself together somehow will really kind of give you a little boost in your mood without you even realizing it. It's a lot easier to accept who you are when you feel good about you and like the day ahead. You open yourself up to more of the possibilities around you. Trust me, life is a lot more fun when you choose what you want and start living for you. It took me years to learn that and I'm still learning every day. We're working through our childhood traumas. We're prioritizing ourselves and we're staying hydrated over here because liking yourself allows you to share with others all the good you have in your heart. And the more you do that, the more positive energy you have flowing into your life. So I hope today's episode found you well, or at least you found it a little helpful or nice to listen to today. 
That's it for this episode, y'all. I hope you all have a great Friday or whichever day you're listening to this. Have a great week or weekend. And remember to always speak your truth, spread love and positivity. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and your continued support. Please, if you can leave a review for the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows, you can just leave five stars on Apple. You don't even have to type words if that's not your thing, but it helps me show up more on podcasting platforms so more listeners can find me. Screenshot this episode, share and tag me at the Awkward Mom Stage on Instagram or at Awkward Mom Stage on Twitter so I know you listened and you enjoyed today's show. I'll reshare and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the show to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, click the support the show link. If you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. Until next week, y'all, always remember you're beautiful. Bye. After everything the world has been going through lately, I know being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling, especially the stay-at-home parent gang. Sorry, but your dog isn't interested in giving you life advice. As someone who has seen the extreme depths of depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, and stress myself, it can and often will allow those intrusive thoughts and negativity to consume you. After going through an extremely tough year and dealing with a miscarriage, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, definitely came to my rescue, and they're here to help you too. BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't even have to leave your house or see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise on BetterHelp, and with over 20,000 plus therapists in their network, it's so easy to find the right therapist for you. You just fill out a questionnaire to help access your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You schedule your secure video or phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist. I've used BetterHelp for over three years, and it was definitely helpful when I moved to a whole new state and knew absolutely no one. Those unlimited texts came in handy because I needed a new therapist but couldn't leave because of lockdown, BetterHelp was there. Everything you share is completely confidential and you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So many people are already using BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join the 2 million plus people who have already taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash awkwardmomstage. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash awkwardmomstage. The link will be in the show notes. Mental health is so important and so are you. If you feel that you need help with more than just figuring out who you are or if you just need someone to talk to, BetterHelp makes it easy to find a therapist. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, 
If you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.